G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Uh, Here at Vision, we have an absolutely wonderful privilege of having a chaplain. Now, you might work in an organization that has a chaplain. You'll know the value of chaplains. Well, we've got a different side of what a chaplain does today because we at Vision have a chaplain who drops in frequently and spends time with our staff here in this ministry. And like any ministry organization, the people diligently working to bring Christian radio and other ministries like the Word for Today and, of course, our youth channel, the Vision 180, uh, the Vision Store and even Vision Christian Prayer. Well, people who are a part of all of these organizations under this ministry of Vision Well, they're going through ups and downs just like everyone does. Pastor Rob Mann is our chaplain. He's on the edge of retirement, so that means he can let loose and say what he wants to say. Uh, One of his special gifts is his ability to bring a smile to the faces of people who are working on tight deadlines and dealing with all the issues that you might face in a ministry organization like Vision. Well, today we're going to lighten up a little. I wonder whether you'd might like to uh, lighten up with us uh, with an invitation to join in our conversation uh, with a funny story or two about church life. Do we laugh enough as Christians or is the stereotypical sucking lemons image one that marks your Christian walk? I wonder if you'd like to be a part of our conversation. Our talkback line open on 1-800-316-316. Uh, interested in hearing a funny story or two today about church life and might have to make an apology in advance just in case someone says something that offends another. But uh, we'll take that risk today and uh, 1-800-316-316, a special welcome to Pastor Rob Mann. Hello, Rob. Good morning, Neil. How are you doing? I'm very good. I'm a bit worried about this soon-to-be-retired thing. <laughs> <laughs> because in in Christian ministry, you're not supposed to retire, you're supposed to retread. Or refire. Refire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, you've got a wonderful reputation, and uh, I know you because of your involvement here as our chaplain here at Vision, and you've been pastoring for a long time. Uh, you've also been involved in sports chaplaincy for a long time. Uh, you do lighten up the room when you come in. It's not just your good looks. <laughs> Not even my good looks. You've started off on a humorous note already. Uh, someone once said, you know, we shouldn't take life too seriously because you won't get out of it alive. And um, I really think that there's a, there's a great gift that God's given us in the capacity to laugh. And I think, you know, the Bible says that a merry heart does good like a medicine. And uh, one of my great concerns, and this year I've really kind of felt it strongly, is that in a whole lot of our people, uh, there is very little or no laughter at all in their, la- in their lives. And my goal in our church is to try to make them laugh just once a week. And I believe we can do them some good by doing that. You know, there's an image, I think, and I mentioned, uh, you know, sucking lemons, uh, the people who never smile, never laugh. Uh, but there's this sort of an image sometimes that creeps in where, uh, you know, everybody in church is in some sort of therapy, uh, getting over all of the uh, the issues of their past. And, uh, and you know, there are a lot of people who are in church and they 
they are uh, distancing themselves from some of those things that have affected their lives today. But, uh, but there is a certain sort of image of constantly in therapy that has to be broken sometime too. Sure. I mean, some of our people are in uh, need of therapy from uh, being free from their past rather than past. But anyway. <laughs> okay. But, um, you know, like the thing about being baptized, a lot of us talk about being baptized in vinegar. And I think one of the things we've lost is the capacity to laugh at ourselves. And I think that's really important because we are very funny people. Well, the Bible says we're peculiar people, Neil. (laughs) Peculiar. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we'll probably talk about this through our conversation and listeners might like to contribute as well. But but there are some funny things that we read in the Bible and we must somehow rather get to a point where we recognize that because we have a sense of humor, uh, we find things funny that that sense of humor is part of what this image that we are made in, the image of God. Exactly. So we assume that God has a wonderful sense of humor. I only have to look in the mirror every morning, Neil, and understand <laughs> yeah. that he's got a sense of humor. But I'm sure, he, I'm sure he does. And Jesus spoke the language of the street. He was communicating with people on the street. And I think often there were things that he used, like you know, taking a plank out of somebody's eye. In that culture, in that setting, that was a humorous thing to say. And I think you know, we need to understand that Jesus didn't walk around with a, with a deadpan face all the time and deadly serious, belting up the tax collectors and whatever. I, he lived a whole life, a full life. And I'm sure that there were times when humor was a part of that. I think he chuckled to himself when he was asleep in the back of the boat when they were all crying out for the storm to be quiet. Um, you know, I, I, <laughs> that's the way I see it. And, you know, the God I know and the Jesus I know, um, there's a light. The Bible says they're light. And I think also there's a lightness in them that brings that lifts heaviness off us and brings lightness to us. You know, I like to think of a smiling Jesus uh, because a lot of people, when they have this image of Jesus, maybe it's come uh, from the movies that they've seen or uh, the images or even for some uh, people in church, the statues that they've seen in church, the statues sure. of Jesus, and not always smiling, but the smiling Jesus uh, as is an important way to see uh, the smiling Savior, that uh, that he is a good God, that he wants good things for his children. Uh, smiling Jesus is important. I agree. And I think, you know, the t- I think it comes from also from our view of God generally, in that God is a, is some distant person with white hair and a big stick who's going to smack us everything we, every time we do something wrong. But look at the Bible. Look at John 3.17. He didn't come to condemn the world. Um, you know, it says that he he had no will that any should be lost, but all will be saved and come to a knowledge of God. I mean, you know, there's there's this kind of generosity of spirit in God that I think we lose. We become we become sort of stingy in our view of God, and we limit him down to to almost making him in our image. If we're miserable, he should be miserable too. Well, you've been a pastor for a long time, and pastors uh, meet a lot of people uh, of all shapes, all sizes. Uh, from all backgrounds, and uh, they come from uh, you know all sorts of different uh, past. Uh, they've got all sorts of different questions. They're at a different point on their journey uh, towards levels of maturity. And, and you know what? Sometimes I guess some of the funniest stories in church life come from people who are on that journey, and they're not meaning to be funny. Exactly. But, uh, but funny stuff happens. Sure. When I'm saying what I'm saying, please understand and listeners understand, I'm not trying to play down anybody's pain or anybody's struggle or the difficulty of their circumstances. You know, I understand that. I understand that people go through very hard things and it's a very tough journey. But funny things happen on the journey. 
And, and I think we need to be able to see those things and just laugh sometimes at how funny they are. Um, you know, I, I mean, I've been around, I've been, I've been in the ministry for 30 years and I've seen some very, very funny things happen. I saw a lady being baptized once and, and I referred to, you, to her as, as, um, as a woman of Samaria, some considerable area. Um, <laughs> and yes. please, please, folks, I'm not, I'm not giving you a hard time, but the, the, the two guys in the baptismal font who were baptizing her put her down in the water and then couldn't get her up. And, and like there was water and flailing legs and arms and several other men had to get into the baptismal font to help her out. And I mean, it was, it was distressing for her, <laughs> yes. but a number of us probably should have left the room because we were in hysterics. It was a very funny scene, <laughs> but it right. happened. It happened. You know? It's funny, isn't it? Because those things that we might find most hilarious uh, for some actually could have been on the on the verge of tragedy. So I mean, certainly, you know. <laughs> but but see, comedy and humour, Neil, is often about other people's misfortune or discomfort, and. You know, I think we've got to stop being offended just because somebody laughs, because it is funny. It's funny, and we need to learn again to laugh at ourselves and understand that, you know, really funny, silly things happen. And if we're constantly offended, we've got to get rid of this culture of constantly being offended and start to just laugh a bit and lighten up a bit. And even when you use that terminology, you know, the woman of some area. <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't help myself. <laughs> Uh, you like to uh, disturb people a little. Uh, it's the idea of, uh, you know, you expect that people will assume that because you're the pastor that you're going to relate to them in some sort of high and holy way. And uh, and there is a certain sense in which you like to sort of break the the uh, the mould of, of what it is to be someone who's uh, relating in a different way. Well, someone once said that the, result, that the role of a good pastor is to comfort the disturbed and disturb the comfortable. Um, another person said, if there's not somebody upset with you most of the time, then you're not doing your job properly. But look, I'm, I'm going to challenge people's view of life, you know, and, uh, and, and challenge the way they look at things. Because we too easily set into a, a mold that, you know, we need to get out of sometimes. And uh, yeah, I, I mean, I spent a long time working in the meat industry and the fishing industry. So I've come out of that kind of mold into the church. So I'm probably not um, your typical. Well, and but again, what's typical? I've said, I've said, I've had people say to me, "Well, you don't look like a minister. What's a minister look like?" You know, um, we have these stereotypes, and I'm I want to break the stereotypes because the conversation that happens when you're working in the meat industry, uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> it's colourful, colourful conversation. And yeah. so uh, there's some things that shape us, and everybody's shaped with a different personality. Uh, but uh, some of the backgrounds we come from, uh, they relate very nicely into a ministry setting. Certainly. So, uh, so when you've come out of the meat industry and the the shop. Uh, floor talk. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of things people laugh about. We'd probably say, uh, well, that's not quite the sort of thing you ought to laugh about as a Christian believer, but that doesn't mean it's not funny. Exactly. And and I think, you know, there are some things that can be funny between maybe a married couple that you that, that you wouldn't laugh about in general, or between two guys, you know, and, and there comes, you have to understand where the line is. You know, that it's, um, like the scripture talks about, um, what's it, coarse jokey or coarse humor and whatever. And and like things can be funny without being coarse. I mean, people are really funny beings. They're odd and they do really funny things. 
And it's very strange behaviour. But just talking about circumstances, Neil, I think one of the things we need to remember is that we don't come from our circumstances or our background, but we come through them. And God brings us through. And he attaches certain things to those, which really later on are very funny. That's right. So if you've been through addictions, divorce, uh, all sorts of challenges, uh, you can come through and on the other side. In fact, it might even be a, uh, a way that you can judge whether you're uh, in some level of healing from those things sure. because uh, because you're not crying about them anymore, but you're actually having a laugh. Well, I've had a couple of times I've had married couples who were in my office who were, you know, like close on killing one another. And I understood if I could make them laugh just once, it broke everything. It broke the whole thing. And so I'm happy for them to laugh at me. So I will do something or tell them something stupid about myself to try and just break that so that we can start going somewhere because we were going nowhere before. And laughter's like that. Laughter breaks down barriers, and laughter enables us to go forward where there's often blockages, and I think it's really important for that reason. Visions 2020 with Neil Johnson. A biblical perspective on life, culture, and current events. We're talking about laughing Christians, and that might sound to you, depending on your background, like a bit of a challenge. But uh, Pastor Rob Mann, the vision chaplain, is with us today and changes the atmosphere in a room when he walks in because he's usually got a funny line or two. Uh, Rob, there's lots of things you can find. People love to search YouTube and uh, find lots of funny things. Well, there are lots of funny things if you do a search and find out what goes on in churches. <laughs> uh, I've got a little one uh, here that uh, that we might just uh, introduce because not everybody who gets up to do an item in church has a wonderful voice. Let's have a little listen. Uh, this, is, this is an American one, but let's have a listen uh, to this particular singing sensation. But uh, this is one that also uh, my friends at my hometown church, Gospel Light Baptist Church in Salisbury, North Carolina, has uh, really made uh, their top choice. So therefore, we're going to finish off with this one. It's called Looking for a City. Looking for a city built above Looking for a city Where I'll never die I just heard glass breaking Where the same <laughs> millions Never say goodbye There will meet our Has Savior Has he got a recording deal? You're sure this wasn't your church last <laughs> Sunday? It could have been. It could have been. Okay, it gets better. Looking for a city. Oh, my goodness. Where never die. Where millions never say goodbye. Oh, Lord, hear that voice. Just wondering how long I let this go for. <laughs> The milk in my coffee's gone lumpy, Neil. You better stop. <laughs> okay, well, we'll turn that down a little bit. Uh, but the interesting thing about church is that not everybody can sing so well. But his mother thought he could sing. <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? It's a little bit like when you watch those X Factor programs, people doing the auditions, oh, yeah. and then they come on and uh, they're absolutely convinced that they're great singers. Yep. And so uh, they have the opportunity to do their audition, and, uh, and they're completely distraught when they get the bad... Uh, the bad rap from the judges. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know what I would say to that guy who's singing. I really don't. I don't know how you would be merciful and and and, and truthful as well. It gets better. For a city 
We can't blame our vision music director for that one. I take all of the responsibility for having aired that particular track. I think we'll just turn that right off. That's a, that's a new form of wickedness, Neil, to inflict that on anybody. <laughs> okay. But it's interesting. A lot of funny things happen in church life. You can be in part of our conversation today. We've got our talkback line open, 1-800-316-316. David from Adelaide. Hello, David. Welcome along. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You know, people. some people think God hasn't got a sense of humor, but just look at the people of Israel. They get to the Jordan. Oh, shivers, we can't go there. They're monsters. They'll kill us. Oh, we can't do that. So they spend 40 years in the wilderness, then they go back, they wander around the city seven times, blow a trumpet, it all falls over and everyone runs away. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting to be able to see the, the funny side of that. Yes, yeah, it's... Yeah. And that's well put. You know, when you put it like that, that that adds takes a bit of the the religiousness out of it and puts a bit of reality to it. And it is funny. Well, I always like to tell people that, and I say, and then you say, "God can't help you." (laughs) 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 And and David, there's there's twists and turns. Uh, What you what you take from uh, that? And you know, if you look back on that and say that's a funny story, it's a funny story if you look at the twists and turns. And God has given to us an entertaining story to be able to tell. And, and it's those twists and turns that make us uh, smile and uh, we can recognize that God's hand was at work. Yeah, and then we need to laugh at ourselves when we haven't trusted God. Definitely. That's it. Yeah. Not, not at him, because he, he never changes. We're just the silly ones. He must have a good old laugh at us. How silly can we be? I'm sure. I'm sure. (laughs) David, thank you so much for your input today on 2020. Great to hear from you. If you've got a funny story, uh, you know, maybe it's happened in your local church. Maybe you don't want to mention your local church name, but uh, you might have the funny story to share. Because sometimes uh, you are reluctant to put names to the funny stories, Rob. And uh, sometimes you've got to be careful when you're talking about other pastors. For the protection of the innocent. They might be be your colleagues. And and, the guilty. uh, They might not have thought it was so funny. You mean the story about one of our well-known pastors with a particular stomach upset. Well, you better tell us that. Well, he knew that he had this stomach upset and he knew that he may have to leave the platform in a hurry and his office and suite were just off the stage. Well, it was his or one of his visiting. Anyway, he had to leave and he instructed the elders, to one of them, to come up if he left the stage. But he came back out again only to find the whole congregation in hysterics and he couldn't work out until somebody pointed to the the um the co- the little thing on his belt that showed him <laughs> that when he went in there he had not turned the radio mic off and and all of his supplications to the Lord for easing of his discomfort were broadcast through the whole church and everybody <laughs> yes. thought it was funny even if he didn't <laughs> that's right there's uh, every pastor's got their own story of you know they were up to preach and uh, and rec- recognised halfway through the message the fly was down I'll be there and done that. <laughs> There are a lot of funny stories in church life, and if you've got one that you'd like to share, give us a call on 1-800-316-316. Rob, uh, one of the funniest things, I guess, uh, depending on how you look at it today, uh, you know, oftentimes some churches have a prayer line. Stuff happens in the prayer line. Well, they do, particularly in some of the Pentecostal churches. And This is a number of years ago now, but again, there was a, a larger lady who was there. And she came for prayer, and it just so happened that the two of the smallest deacons in the church um, were there to behind her to catch her. And when somebody 
they, I don't think anybody even lay, touched her, but just put their hands out. She went down very dramatically, only to take these two poor guys down with her. And on the on the floor, there was a large woman with two guys caught under her and a, a flail <laughs> of arms and legs. And I am on the platform trying to hide behind a microphone singing and keep singing some solemn, uh, worshipful song while this whole fracas went on on the floor and people had to come and um, drag people away <laughs> for various healings and adjustments of their anatomy. Uh, we assume that uh, that nobody notices some of these things, but, <laughs> but people with a sense of humour over that coffee after church, uh, they're actually having a bit of a laugh. Definitely. And see, the, the funny thing is, Neil, like, from my position as a pastor, when I'm on the platform, I often see things that people don't think I see, and also that other people don't see. And and I'm just as likely to end up with a smile on my face at some serious part, and people wonder what I'm on about. Um, like just not long ago, um, uh, th- we have a lady that was used to come to our church, and uh, she, uh, she was a lady without as many social inhibitors as many of us would have. You can draw your own conclusion from that. And she used to go to another church first um, because they served breakfast, and um, then she'd arrive at our church about 15 minutes before the service finished because we put on morning tea. And uh, she would invariably come in from one side and walk across the front of the church and sit down and go, oh, hello, (laughs) which disturbed me. But we had a pair of plovers that um, nested, decided to nest on the grass not far outside the door of our church. And I was keen to move them on. But a couple of our very compassionate ladies actually put a chair over their little nest to keep them dry. And these plovers hatched out three chicks and two survived. Well, this particular Sunday... This lady walked down the hill and was walking across the car park and got near the plovers without knowing they were there. And they came up from the grass in all modes of attack. And, and <laughs> as ready to, plovers do. And as they do. Well, I'm the only one who can see this. And she is thrashing. The hat flew off, the bag over her shoulder, and, and all manner of garmentry was going all over the place. And she was going on. Well, I'm only on. And I ended up with my head on the pulpit on my arm. Just, I was in hysterics. It's the funniest <laughs> thing you've ever seen. And I had to say to the people, look, I'm sorry, I can't tell you what I'm laughing at, but it just, it is very funny. So I finally got myself under control. And she came in from the side of the church and walked across the front and sat down and went, the birds. The birds. <laughs> At which time I was in all sorts of trouble all over again. So, oh, wow. So stuff does happen. Uh, we're taking calls 1-800-316-316. Let's hear from Gary in Victoria. Hi, Gary. Welcome along. Oh, how are you? This Gary, morning, what are your thoughts? Um, yeah, look, just um, have to agree so much with you. Humour is um, a powerful thing. And I quite often try to use humour when I'm talking to and with people. But um, I've got a funny story from church. But first of all, I'll tell you what happened last night. We had a Bible study at our home last night, and we didn't even read a word from God because obviously we weren't meant to last night. It was just about finding more about each other. And as we were talking about our lives, what we did in the past, that invariably there were lots of laughter. And it was just a wonderful night where we just had, you know, tea and biscuits and cake, but it just spoke. And, of, of course, we spoke about our faith and, and things that we do and what's happening in the world, but it was just, obviously, God wanted us last night to bond and grow together with the humour. So I thought, uh, interesting, your, your talk today on humour and how powerful it is. But the story I've got to tell you is um, when we first started going to church before we moved up here into Gippsland, and our um, girl who's 11 now was just a baby, probably two or three years old, and... Um, as the preacher was doing the message on Jesus who was out in the water and he said, and a mighty wind blew and right on cue, our little girl broke wind. (laughs) (laughs) And look, we were trying not to laugh, but you know, when you laugh, but you're sort of, you know, muffling it and 
and there's two or three people in front and behind her too. So there was this little group that were had a little private joke <laughs> that we could then tell after was over a cup of tea, but it was just at the time it was quite um, prophetic. It is, and very funny too. <laughs> Yeah. Well done, Gary. Thank you so much for calling in. It's, uh, it's a good story and reminds me of one uh, when our children were little and uh, we had a little doll. One of our kids had a doll. And you know how you have your kids in church and you're trying to keep them quiet. Yeah. Solemn moments like coming around the communion. Well, with this, this doll that had a nickname, its name was Jack. Uh, well, when you press Jack in the, the tummy, Jack had this cackling laugh. And so uh, you don't assume that this is all going to happen uh, at the wrong moment. But as soon as that most solemn moment of communion comes along, one of the kids has pressed that and this cackling laugh uh, fills the auditorium. So those sorts of things. I mean, you know, everybody else was going, oh, what's going on here? But of course, as parents, you have to laugh about that later on. I like it when the phone rings in church sometimes. And, and I always ask if I can answer it for the person who, you know, would you, can, I, can I please say that I'd love to talk to that person but they've never given me the phone yet neil they've never given me the phone yet they always take it outside i don't know why <laughs> <laughs> that's right well we're going to come back after the news and uh, a few more stories to have a laugh about we are talking about whether there's enough laughter in church you might like to be part of our conversation 1-800-316-316 today we're lightening up a little an invitation to join our conversation if you've got a funny story or two we're talking about laughter in church do we laugh enough as christians or is that stereotypical sucking lemons image one that marks your christian walk Uh, Perhaps a story, a funny thing that happened on the way to church. If you've got something to share, our talkback line is open on 1-800-316-316. Well, calls coming through. Uh, Rob, let's take a call. Let's hear from Rhonda, who is in Goodna in Queensland. Hello, Rhonda. Welcome along to 2020. Oh, hello. Rhonda, welcome. What are your thoughts on laughing, and do you have a funny story for us? Well, I, I met a pastor named Rob at a uh, country gospel uh, event, and we usually have it in November. Hello, Rhonda. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Pastor Rob? I'm well, Rhonda. How are you? Well, I just thought, when I heard your voice, I thought of the story where he walked up to me and he said, How you going, Jen? How's Shep? <laughs> and I said, you mean Sid? Because my husband's name's Sid. Yeah. And me and my sister look similar. Yeah. And then, um, anyways, his face just went bright red. You know, he just, <laughs> yeah, flushed. And um, anyways, I was the one that had the laugh, and he just looked at me like. Yep, I remember you know, well. I remember really, well. Yeah. And that wouldn't be the only time <laughs> that you've laughed at me, Rhonda. <laughs> So we've had plenty of laughs together, you know, over the time. We have. But I've, I've been I've been blessed by your ministry, Pastor Rob. Thank you. And I'll say that um, it's it, it, it's good to see a pastor with a sense of humour. Thank you, you so much. Find that you don't find that very much in the church, and God bless you for blessing me. Thank you so much, Rhonda. I really appreciate yes. that so much. That's right, very special. You make me smile every time I see you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to take that, but anyway, I'll take it as a compliment. <laughs> okay. Well done, Rhonda. Thank you so much for calling in today on 2020. You might have a contribution to make. one eight hundred three sixteen three sixteen. 316 Join our conversation and... Uh, and uh, Rob's gl- glowing in the in the fact that someone uh, likes to see him and make some smile. I remember the event. 
I remember the event. <laughs> and I, that's happened to me a few times. I'm terrible with names. And what's really embarrassing, Neil, is when I forget my own name and introduce myself as somebody else. It's okay. yeah. <laughs> 1-800-316-316 to join in our conversation. Uh, pastors have a fun time from time to time. And uh, I've known pastors who always love to start their sermon with a funny story uh, because it captures the imagination of the people. The people lighten up. It's like uh, it's like you break this hardness uh, of heart, and uh, and you know, and people are open then to to actually hear something glowing through the personality of the pastor. Yes, <laughs> yeah. It's look, it's true. And if you if you if you can be funny and you can tell a funny story, good. But but Neil, there's not much worse than somebody trying to be funny who isn't. That's right. You know, and, and I think you know. Um, there's there's a difference between funny and lightness. We can still be light, um, even if we're not funny, and and people will, you know, um, can identify with that. I think it's this thing about lightness as well. Uh, Humour and lightness and those things go together. Sometimes it just it's good to lift the weight off and and let that kind of lightness come in. And, and it, there's horses for courses too. Different circumstances because, exactly. uh, <clears throat> but there's there's an interesting uh, there's an interesting. Uh, issue to do with funerals mm-hmm. because funerals are part of church life. I mean, people talk exactly. about uh, pastors, they you know, hatch them, match them, dispatch them. Yeah, exactly. there's, a, there's an old saying like that. Uh, but when you are dispatching them, and we're not talking about anyone's uh, funeral in particular today, but but there are funny moments in funerals too. Oh, look, um, I've, two that I know of at crematoriums where the, uh, on the it was an old style uh, crematorium lectern, and I had several buttons. And one of the buttons was um, that they prayed for ex servicemen, and um, it played the last post. Well, it was dear old Mrs. Jones's funeral, and <laughs> and halfway through the funeral, and the pastor who was conducting the funeral leant on the pulpit and put his hand in the wrong place and pressed the button that played the last post halfway through the funeral. And nobody could work out what was... Some people jumped up and thought Jesus was coming back because the trumpet had sounded. Yes. <laughs> and there's no way to turn the volume no, down once you start. No, there was no retrieving the situation yes. at all. Uh, and uh, But I, I did go to a... I was I was pastoring in a country town outside of Brisbane at one stage and uh, a local identity had passed away and... Uh, the local minister of that particular denomination, I don't think, was kind of high enough up the ladder to to conduct the funeral. So they brought in somebody from outside, and uh, the a number of funeral directors will place some artificial um, carpet grass around the edge of the grave and the rollers on either side. And uh, this is what happened this funeral. And um, unfortunately, the poor guy put his foot on the carpet and it slipped. And he went feet first into the grave on top of the casket. (laughs) I don't know how he didn't break both his legs, but I was there with two other pastors and we had to retreat and and hide behind a very large tree for a long period of time because every time we went to come out again, we we would fall around laughing again. Some of the family laughed a bit, but we were in great disgrace because we couldn't come out and we had to stay there. And we didn't even get to go to the wake. (laughs) <laughs> it's a very serious business and, uh, and there'll always be someone who's going to be offended If you're laughing sure. at the wrong moments sure. Because you've seen the funny side of it And they haven't Yeah, This happens in church too, doesn't it? Uh, someone gets an attack of the giggles in church And uh, they're trying to suppress that with everything they can But uh, no matter what happens uh, They're just laughing 
within themselves and it comes out and it's sort of a you know a choking sort of a way. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, I've offered first aid to people in that situation at various times and asked for oxygen, but um, they didn't need it. They just needed a good laugh and they got it. <laughs> but, but you know, there are sometimes humour where where. You know, look, you can tell somebody about the situation later on. It's not funny at all, but you, it's one of those things where, you know, the expression, you, you had to be there. Mm-hmm. And I've been in situations like that um, where everybody there was falling around laughing, but when you told somebody about it later, it, it didn't seem funny at all. You just had to be there. Mm-hmm. 1-800-316-316. Let's take a call from Jeff in New South Wales. Hello, Jeff. Welcome along. Good morning. How are you? Very well, Jeff. Are you, are you driving your truck today? That's for sure. Sometimes we need to do that. I'm not sure that everyone can hear what you're communicating there. It's not an easy line to listen into. But, Jeff, uh, driving his truck in New South Wales, thanks so much for being with us today on 2020. Yeah. And I think, you know, uh, one of the things he was talking about was I, I, I think we've we've fallen into this place of, of political correctness where, you know, it's everybody wants to be offended by everything. And, and there's a lot of stuff that's never meant to be offensive, but it's just funny. And and we need to be able to get beyond that whole thing and and uh, and still be able to laugh at things that are funny, because they are. They are. And let's come back to Jesus and the funny things that he said and uh, the idea that he was funny and probably politically incorrect at the time in uh, some of the things that he was saying. I'm sure. I'm sure <laughs> he was politically incorrect. Well, they didn't call him the friend of sinners for no reason. But that didn't mean he was. But, you know, he was. He, he spent a lot of time in that environment. And I think, you know... It's uh, we've got to somehow break this down. This idea of constantly being offended by everything that comes along. Let's have a listen to another little YouTube clip. Uh, this one uh, is a child in church who's up to, and you know, might you might have seen this in your local church uh, where children have the opportunity to get up and they go through the books of the Bible. 
Well, in this, let's, this is a good little lesson uh, on, uh, on following along the books of the Bible. But uh, at the end of this, he does it to song and then breaks into one of the country songs that he's been learning at home. Let's have a listen in. Matthew, Mark, Luke and John, Acts 2, lesson to the Romans, 1st and 2nd Corinthians, Galatians and Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, 1st and 2nd Thessalonians, 1st and 2nd Timothy, Titus and Philemon, Hebrews, James, 1st and 2nd Peter, 1st and 2nd and 3rd John, Jude and Revelation, all my exes live in I'll just take this opportunity to sing one of my mom's favorite songs. <laughs> Children and microphones, Neil. Children and microphones. Yeah, I was right. telling you that story before. I tell you, it's on, on the YouTube clip. The uh, the children's church leader is up pretty quickly to grab that microphone. All my exes live, live in, in Texas. Texas. <laughs> We're talking about laughing today. Still time to take a call or two. 1-800-316-316. Rob Mann is our guest. He's our vision chaplain believes we don't laugh enough in church life. Uh, Back with more in just a short while. This is 2020 with Neil Johnson, helping you make sense of life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. Good to have you along with us. The Wednesday edition of 2020, Pastor Rob Mann is our guest. He's the Vision Chaplain, believes we don't laugh enough in church life. Rob so many funny things happen, and for some people they're not funny, and sometimes we ask, should we be laughing about those things? But uh, but oftentimes hard not to. Sure. I mean, you know, we've had a whole lot of very funny people in that church at different times, but there was an occasion when one of our, one of our guys, he's a lovely, he's the sweetest guy to ever meet, but um, had some challenges, and, and uh, when he wasn't on his medication, he would, it would manifest as religious mania, and and uh, one particular morning, I arrived um, at worship practice, and uh, he was going off in a big time, big time. So anyway, I said to two of the deacons, "Look, if he if he starts to get excited and starts, you know, doing what he does, just grab him by the arm gently and lead him out. You know, just take him outside and quiet him down." And I said to the person who's on the reception, "Ring an ambulance." So that's okay. So anyway, part of the way through the service, away he goes, and it was loud and noisy, and we couldn't get him to be quiet. So the two deacons came down and just. And eventually they grabbed him under the elbows and left his feet off the ground to take him outside. <laughs> That's well, not gently leading him out, is no, it? No, well, it's, it's yeah, got to that point, out. didn't it? Yep. Got to that point. Well, of course, the receptionist got things wrong and rang the police. So anyway, the, we've got a car park outside, and the two guys are leading him gently across the car park. Well, just up the road, uh, one of the, I think it was a cert team or somebody, one of the big squads in the police had done a raid, and they must have seen something come in. So they come down the footpath, down the road, in all their body armour and all the gear to this little guy <laughs> who's the most inoffensive guy in all no. the world to, to talk to him. And, of course, then the ordinary police arrived and they went, oh, well, these guys are here. You know, let them take home, take over. But anyway, they took him off. Uh, I think they took him home and got his medication for him. But, yeah, it's not every day that the cert quad turns up to deal with issues in the church that you didn't even ask for. So. That's right. Well, 1-800-316-316, uh, talking about having a laugh in church today. Let's take a call. Penny in Tasmania. Hello, Penny. Hello. 
very well, Penny. That story, it was funny. <laughs> There's a lot of funny things happen, and I guess you've probably seen a few funny things too, Penny. Oh, yes, yes. We've got a pastor. He's wonderful, and look, if somebody knows how to t- tell a funny story, they really tell it well. But when they don't tell it well, it doesn't go off. That's for sure. He's always funny, always funny. And he he actually was part of um, Visionathon just recently. Yep. And he made a comment, which we found out about later because we didn't hear. And it was funny. And he said, ha, ha, Penny and Ray, I beat you. <laughs> <laughs> He got in before us, you see. He doesn't usually. And so we laughed and laughed at that one. (laughs) He beat us. That was good. Yes. Well done. Well done. Penny, thank you so much for joining us today on 2020. 1-800-316-316. Let's take perhaps one more call. Annette in Greenbank. Hello, Annette. Hello, Neil. You know me, don't you? I do. It's Annette James, and uh, you were a long-time part of uh, all of the formation of Vision many, many years ago now. So great to hear from you, Annette. Hi, Annette. Yes. Well, it's, lo- it's lovely listening to you, Neil, and um, it was a blast from the past because I know Pastor Rob... Uh, I don't think that was part of the comedy. <laughs> no. <laughs> Annette, it's not us that dropped you out. Uh, you might like to call us back and tell the story afresh. Uh, 1-800-316-316. Uh, a blend of funny and serious. It's uh, it's what people would talk about as real life, uh, but it's just as much a part of church life. Uh, you know, sometimes you've got to be serious and you've got to discern when those times are, uh, but other times, lighten up and be funny. Exactly. It's about balance and wisdom, Neil. You know, I mean... It, you you have to be smart at, and you, I think you learn by experience. Hopefully, you do. Otherwise, you learn get by beating, get getting beat over the head by your elders when you say something stupid and and uh, <laughs> and correcting you. But it is. It's about balance. It's about balance and wisdom. Okay. Uh, do the sad parts of our faith sometimes overwhelm uh, the issues of the sufferings of Christ? And you know, oftentimes this will take a serious note on uh, on this program. We'll talk about what we're to do as Christians because sometimes we're sort of maybe taking things too lightly and not getting too uh, serious enough. Sure. Uh, what are your thoughts there, uh, Rob? I'm a very serious joker now. Um, you know, I mean, I I joke and laugh, but I'm also very serious about what, yeah. what what's serious. And uh, there's times when it's a serious business. I mean, we're talking about people's eternal destiny, and that's that's not funny. You know, we're talking about people who are suffering terrible things and going through very hard situations, and they're not particularly funny. But if in the middle of them you can help them see something funny, then it it can help. Let's take a call. Donna is in New South Wales. Hello, Donna. Welcome along. Hi, how are you? Very well, Donna. What are your thoughts? Do you have a story for us? Oh, yes, I do. Um, I think it's funny. Not not many people might not think it's funny, but I was in church one day and um, we needed some singers and I don't know how to sing, but I got on the stage with um, my husband that's totally blind and with someone else and we got in singing and worshipping God and it was so good. And then all of a sudden I said, come on, church. I clapped my hands and said, come on, get into it. Come on, let's all stand up and worship. And they just stood there and no one said a word. It was just so quiet and so like like a funeral. And uh, I was yeah. like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> but I still got into it. Good on you. 
Yes. We've all had those, yes. Donna. We've all had those, believe me. I've been in ministry for 30 years, and I've had a few of those at different <laughs> times. That's like, uh, you know, pastors who preach a message and no one responds in the way that they thought they might. Yes. And, uh, you know, it's, I guess it's the, it's the same thing with people who are leading worship. It is. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> Donna, thank you so much for your input today here on 2020. Let's hear from Jeanette in WA. Hello, Jeanette. Hello. Um, I just wanted to tell you a story about a funeral I went to and our little um, funeral uh, parlor, uh, chapel is a, the crematorium where they often have services and then either it's a cremation or a burial and this one was going to be a burial. So the funeral service finished and we were walking out and I was walking alongside of a lady I hadn't seen for quite a while and, and she was just sharing with me that she'd been talking to her elderly mother about what she wanted to happen after she died and and uh, this lady said to her mother, um, well, we could open Dad's grave and put you in there. <laughs> and her mother said, I never laid on top of your father in life, and I'm not about to do it now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well. <laughs> I want my mother. I roared with laughter, of course. <laughs> going down to bury this poor man. <laughs> yes. Jeanette, thank you so much for your story today. And we have almost run out of time. And uh, what a great conversation. And there's so much more to talk about because uh, uh, there's lots of more things in Scripture that are funny as well, which, which uh, you know, I had a few little prepared things here. We'll have to wait and save those for another day. Yeah. Uh, but uh, just great. And just to come back to there is a serious side of our Christian walk uh, and there is a funny side. And you do have to be discerning when you bring the funny side to the fore. But let's not hold back when the opportunity's there, Rob. Exactly, and, and it's, that's what it's about. It's about opportunity. It's about wisdom. It's about balance, Neil. And uh, look, we've gone this whole time, and, and between you and us, you and I have, have hardly managed to offend anybody by the sound of it. Well, that's right. It's well, remarkable. We've had to work hard at that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rob Mann, who is our vision chaplain, and uh, I mentioned on the edge of retirement, uh, let's hope uh, you still drop in and see us I will. frequently. I will. <laughs> we'll do this on another day too. Thanks Great. very much for being with us, Rob. Thanks, Neil. Great to be here. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.